I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The numbers to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. Coming to you live, radio stations across the country. We're so excited to be heard all over the place, and we're thankful for... All the program directors across the country that put our show on the air. Grateful to the listeners that support our program and those who listen on Aftermath.fm. Hello. Of course, it's free to listen on Aftermath.fm. We have, uh, we're on from 7 to 10 p.m. Monday through Friday and uh, at 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific time. Your mileage may vary. Your time may vary. Also, TalkStreamLive.com has this lit too. What they do is they link to several radio stations across the country. There's this program. And so it's amazing that uh, a lot of people listen on TalkStream Live. And also, if if uh, you're looking to listen at a more convenient time and you'd like some other programming and documentation and all kinds of things to do your research, that way, if anybody wants to troll you and tell you you're some crackpot, you've got all the information you need by going to aftermath.media. We got all of it there. You got to do just research videos. We got documents. We got libraries, study groups. We got all kinds of things that go on there and a great social media network. And uh, like I said, great shows that are on the docket. So go to aftermath.media and sign up. We've got uh, sign up. Uh, we got all kinds of things for your budget. Uh, subscriptions that will fit every budget. $10 for a basic. $79 for a year that we have right now. A special deal for this month. And another special deal for friends and family passes, which is $139 a year. That's you and three other people. So you can all invest in it if you want to. And uh, that's how you do it. You can just go to aftermath.fm, or actually, sorry, aftermath.media. That's aftermath.media, and check it out. So a week ago, it's going on almost two weeks now, a week ago, Ron Liam and I traveled to San Luis Obispo for the United We Stand Festival. It's actually in Cambria, and you know we're up on top of a big hill looking over, and we saw Morrow Bay and all these great places in California. This is our first flight after COVID-19 lockdown. And... You know, I had mentioned this. I had mentioned what I'm talking about tonight to Ron and to Liam about how I was excited to go to California to escape this, you know, I was saying, wow, the 4th of July is going to be loud. Fireworks would be in a nice, quiet place. But I told Liam and, and, and Ron, I said, I just, the idea of traveling post-COVID-19 is not something that I'm looking forward to. I mean, I don't mind air travel, only that since my run-ins with Bad health getting through airports is difficult for me. And being a big man sitting in very small seats can be uncomfortable. However, it's part of the job. We do this all the time. I travel everywhere. Uh, this is my fir- That was my first trip post-COVID. This past weekend, my wife had to go out of town to Seattle. And she took a plane. And it was her first post-COVID flight. And she was met with flight delays. Even sitting on the tarmac for 30 minutes while waiting for a gate to open to disembark. So I realize that, yes, this happens from time to time, but there have been some things I've noticed lately, and that is that the media has been reporting an inordinate amount of stories about security risks at airports, unruly passengers, and those who refuse to wear masks on a flight. And I believe these stories are being reported because there's an underlying agenda to discourage air travel and to convince people that there needs to be a way to identify passengers that have obeyed the vaccination mandates, also to identify passengers that may be problems, 
problem passengers, you know, those who are, again, extremists or, you know, maybe could be labeled domestic terrorists. Now, we have provisions with the TSA. We know this. So after 9-11, the TSA existed and the TSA was there to have us take off our shoes and stand in front of a big x-ray machine and they pat us down in all these good good places and that's that's what they do now and we're used to that at the airports taking off our shoes and you know and i have to rummage through my cpap and you have to rummage through your laptop to get onto a plane so i mean you know we're used to that kind of thing but what we're not used to is we're not used to you know being told that when you get on a plane you can't remove your mask that it's a federal law now that you have to wear a mask it's like smoking and non-smoking they say well if you smoke on a plane it's a federal law that you can't smoke on a plane and you can't uh, dis- disarm their, you know, smoke detectors. And of course, that's a, that's a given too, right? But now it's you have to wear a mask on your flight and it's required by federal law. The only time you can take off your mask is to, is when you're eating. If you're eating like your little, you know, packet of whatever, your biscotti with your coffee or whatever you're doing on a plane, you can take off your mask to do that. But... What's going on now are people are getting fed up with the mask police that are on planes. And so federal officials are saying, and basically they say reports of unruly passengers is, well, unruly passenger reports are rising sharply with thousands of people. We're talking thousands of people violating in-flight mask mandates and some travelers physically threatening airport security staff and flight crews. The TSA, the Transportation Security Administration, claims that they have tallied at least 69 physical assaults against its security staff since the pandemic's early days in March of 2020, including one passenger who bit a pair of TSA agents in in Denver last month, just started biting TSA agents. Uh, The TSA didn't release pre-pandemic data on this, but it says Violent confrontations between passengers and airport security agents are now becoming unusually common. For example, in Louisville, Kentucky, a passenger allegedly assaulted two TSA agents while attempting to breach the exit lane and is facing state criminal charges for criminal trespass, fleeing, and evading police. Oh, and they're also being charged with misdemeanor assault and resisting arrest. Now, for those of you that were paying attention to the news and have been online to see viral videos, a woman, and this is what I was thinking about when I was, you know, going over my head how I wanted to approach this because a lot of people said, you're doing a story about air travel on the show? You know, hold on. I'm going to get to what I think is happening here. There was a woman that was duct taped to her seat on an American uh, American Airlines flight to Charlotte. And, and this is after passengers and the airlines say she tried to open a door on the plane in mid-flight. Now, many of you have seen the video of the woman taped to her seat, posted on social media. Well, the passenger was flying from Dallas-Fort Worth to Charlotte on American Airlines flight 1774 on July 6th when she attempted to open the front boarding door and physically assaulted and bit, she bit... A flight attendant. That's according to American Airlines. There was also that story a while back, if you remember, a woman was on, I think, a Southwestern plane. And the stewardess actually was telling the, or the flight attendant, they call them flight attendants now. The flight attendant was telling the passenger to wear her mask correctly. 
And so the woman would put the mask because she'd put it down below her nose and then she had to put the mask up again and then she'd let it go down again and the, and the flight attendant would get on her to put the mask up again. So the flight attendant came back again and said to the woman, put your mask on the right way or you're going to be thrown off this plane. She gets up, starts wailing on the uh, flight attendant, knocks her teeth out, okay, knocks her teeth out. And you know what happened? The crowd on the plane applauded the woman that was beating up the flight attendant because the the, the, the passengers would say the, the flight attendant was unbearable, okay? Said that, you know, when you're going to, you know, most people would say, well, you'd side with the flight attendant because she was telling her to in, enforcing the mask thing. But no, the people on the plane were saying that she was being overly, you know, sensitive to the mask issue. And then while people were taking their masks off to try and eat their food, it didn't matter. It, it just, it doesn't make sense, okay? And so people were just kind of like going, you know, <laughs> they, they sided with the woman who beat up the flight attendant for some reason. So reports of mid-air misbehavior are up. We're, we're, we're here. The Federal Aviation Administration has now opened, as far as I can, as far as I uh, determined today as I was doing my research, the Federal Aviation Administration has opened 487 investigations into unruly passengers thus far, so far this year. That's up from just 183 in all of 2020 after airline crews reported over 3,000 unruly travelers to the FAA. That's a lot. Airlines and labor unions called on the Department of Justice to criminally prosecute some travelers this week. In an open letter to the Attorney General Merrick Garland, the group said unruly people pose a safety and security threat on our passengers and employees. Unruly behavior from plane passengers has never been this bad. At least that's what uh, the flight attendant uh, union chief uh, was saying to CNN. CNN and USA Today are all over this, of course. And they reported that the FAA is looking for about $124,500 in fines from travelers who uh, the FAA is saying assaulted flight attendants because they refused masks. So this is a big deal. This this is becoming a big deal. People are on planes wearing masks, and um, and some of them are getting a little tired of being told to put their mask on. And and it's funny because you know some people are becoming unruly and they're attacking flight attendants. That's not a good thing, okay. And it's also surprising that in that one case on the Southwest airline. That the people applauded the one woman attacking the flight attendant. So, you know, it's kind of a, a weird type of thing going on in planes. Weird behaviors. Kind of, uh, say, a psychosis of some kind. People are freaking out. But we're going to talk more about why this is such an important thing to talk about right now. Because it's, it's one of those things where I'm thinking ahead. I'm thinking ahead and I'm seeing what's happening. And I'm going to give you the scoop and what I think is going down right now. And why this is such an important story at the moment. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. Have you ever had an experience at the airport or on a plane and you want to tell us about it regarding unruly passengers? I'd love to hear the story. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. We'll be back with more Ground Zero. Don't go away. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at aftermath.media. 
It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's aftermath.media. That's aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.